This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garoppolo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We are live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. A beautiful day here in New England. Summer is here. It's June. The weeks are flying by. It feels like we just did a show yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That's how fast time flies when you're smoking cigars, kicking back, and having a good time. Actually, because we did a show uh, yesterday. Oh, we did do one yesterday. That's we, right. We were at the CANH Golf Tournament for the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. We uh, did their their show, their uh, event, and uh, we recorded the show, and we will be playing that not for a few weeks at least because we have so much going on. We have to squeeze what we can in. Everybody wants to do things up in the New England area because it's summertime. You'd never know what looking outside today because... Summertime and the living is easy. Drums, please. (laughs) No, nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Will Smith. All right. Don't know it. Anyway, this is the Cigar Authority. This week we'll be joined by Joe Cusano. Uh, used to be Cusano Cigars, which made all the sense in the world, but now it's C&C Cigars, um, and we'll smoke his cigars and talk to him about what he's got coming out in the future, and it's a new up-and-coming brand, new up-and-coming company, although a guy that's been in the business for quite a while. We'll talk to him. Uh, we have new cigars, events, um, highlights from the golf tournament. We actually have some highlights, even though we're not playing wanna, the whole show. If you want to call them that. Low lights, whatever. <laughs> And lots more. Anyway, welcome, everybody, to Cigar Authority. We are broadcasting live today from two guys in Salem, New Hampshire, where we have to broadcast because we need to smoke cigars. We really smoke cigars when we do this show. And uh, And I think we're the only cigar store, only cigar show ever, actually, that smokes cigars during their broadcast. And not the only cigar show. I'm interrupting you. Not the only cigar show. The only show on radio that yes. smokes cigars during the show. Of all shows, who else does it? No, he does not. Indoors? Never. He does not smoke in the studio. Really? He sees him on the ditto camera on Rush Limbaugh is what he's saying. I say no. Plus, Rush is uh, not doing a cigar show. So... Well, this is a cigar show about cigar smoking, therefore we have to smoke cigars. So yesterday, when we taped the show, we did it outdoors. We were allowed to smoke cigars at Amherst Country Club. Today, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. If you want to come by and see it for yourself, meet Joe Cusano. Take Route 93 to Exit 1. Take a right. We're about a mile down on the right. You can't miss it. Uh, And come see Joe Cusano and CNC Cigars. Go ahead. Can I do the radio thing now? Go ahead. All right, good. You don't have anything else you want to say? Well, I'm going to light up the CNC Connecticut. That's what we'll start with first. While you're talking, I will not talk, and you I will light up my CNC you've Connecticut. You've purged your soul now. I am on coffee number five. He's wound up. He's touching me purged. a lot. I have See purged. I have purged. There's touching going um, on. I'm uncomfortable. Uh-oh. Don't be uncomfortable. All right. 
So we're uh, being broadcast live right now on WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution. Wow. In a half an hour, <laughs> they're going to dump us Asterisks. for some college wheelchair basketball game or something in Spanish. Or who knows what they're dumping it, us for? It, you know what? It's worse than that. It's, it's Spanish Red Sox being played in another country, in Canada. And that's what we're being dumped for. We've been on two and a half years on this station. Two and a half years. And we get dumped for everything. They're in last place, the Red Sox. They're playing in a foreign country in Spanish. Every (laughs) French-speaking country, and we're listening to the broadcast in Spanish. Right. I'm I'm going to attempt now to finish the rest of our call letters here. We've got WGHM 900, the game in Nashua, New Hampshire. We're on live with them. We're going to stay live. Yeah, you can switch right up there. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. Positively. WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And we're broadcasted last week's show on thecigarstation.com twice on Sundays, 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. The journey continues. The journey continues. And why just listen live when actually right now you could watch the video stream. On thecigarauthority.com, you can pick up the podcast from last week's or any show at thecigarauthority.com and at iTunes. And thecigarauthority.com is about to launch its brand new website, which David's nervous that I'm saying that. Because it hasn't launched yet. I'm nervous I'm saying it because the unfortunate thing about websites, Chuck, Mm. you have to deal with web people. Mm. They're all too smart for their own good and they they run too many tests and they don't understand that all those tests and everything when you when you all is said and done you spend three months 70 hours working on a website it's going to crash anyway and you've accomplished nothing because the site is not up the goal is to get it up it's not like parkour where i'm at point a and over there is point b and i go and i get to point b they sit over here at point a and they think about point b for hours they just don't go there. They don't shoot. They think about it. Well, it's getting paid by the hour probably, too. Helps. Could be. I or don't it's know. Like, it's like having an app, and you decide to hire a new programmer, and you ask for your code from the old programmers, and they send you code that's like a year old. Your new developer works on that said code, produces the app, and, oops, wrong code. Has to start back from square one. You waste a couple thousand. But, hey, you know. You you, you talk like, uh, like you yeah, live this. Yeah, hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what a bad week. This week was Friday, the 800 number goes down. This is Memorial Day weekend last week. Friday, the 800 number goes down. What's wrong with this? What's going on? One communication company arguing that the other communication, because they're linked in somehow, somehow this is happening, they're down. A little later on that same day, the website goes down, which attached to the website, this is on my retail business, Attached to the website is everybody's email address. So email communication stops, phone service stops, and the web is off, which means business is closed for the mail order end. Memorial Day weekend. Saturday comes. People are away. Who knows what's going on? Finally, we get the call. The server in Ohio, the building caught on fire. Okay, go to the backup. The backup is in the same building. We have lost it all. Unrecoverable, gone. Oh, 
no. So I'm like, what does this mean? Well, we can go back Just to the first of the year. Just be careful with your language now because I can see the, the vein you know, going think, in your I forehead. I think it's good to say it. I think it's not good to get it out. Not the swear words, it's not good to yeah, say it. Because I was, holding, radio. I was holding it in. It is good to get it out, yeah. but just watch your language. Well, I'm dealing with computer people. Oh. Um, not a lot of communication going on, and none verbally. They don't speak. I don't think they, you know, it's, they You know what they, they listen to? Spanish Red Sox. Right. <laughs> when it's being broadcast from Canada. In French. These are, these <laughs> are the kind of people we're dealing with. Um, it was one thing after the other. All of a sudden, the weekend's there, Saturday, Sunday, no internet, no um, website, no um, email. Uh, we are sunk. Uh, Monday comes in. It's the holiday. One of the five days a year I get off. No friggin' way that I'm going get, to get off. I'm, I'm, I'm getting boiling up. Okay, I'm going to hold back. <laughs> I got to come in. I got to deal with the computer guy. Um, it was an all-day affair with that. We got nowhere. Tuesday afternoon, the website gets back on, although back to January 1st, so we're missing a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. So people are putting pictures on, descriptions, putting things back on, and, and that begins Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday... I get my email back, some of my email. There's different email addresses. Some of them come back. Here it is, Saturday. Still, I don't have some of my email. And if you've emailed me anybody, including the Cigar Authority, if you've emailed me during this time, not only did I not get it, we will never get it, and you don't know that I never got it. So you're assuming you sent me an email and I have it, and I'm ignoring you. I'm not ignoring you. I never got your email. What, if you want to take a country down, the United States, this is how to do it, you terrorists, bleep, bleep, bleeps. This is how you're going to get us because this took us down. Can you imagine if this ha- happened to the whole country? Wow. The stress level has been out of control. Yesterday was a nice day. We went on the golf course. Not that we golf, We drank and drove, which is the only <laughs> place you could drink and drive, basically. It you is. were a maniac how you were driving. I am not a maniac. I'm... A very good driver. You let him drive. Yeah. I didn't let him drive. We could get... Will you just leave me alone? I know how to drive these things. You don't drive through the holes. The thing's going to tip over. No, you're supposed to try to jump over the sand traps. That's why they make the ramps. Listen, it's top heavy to the right. I can see that. Go easy. I'm going as fast as I can. That was one of our many conversations that we had. So you're recording here. (laughs) I see that you were recording. You're always recording. I'm always recording. So anyway, uh, very interesting day. Um, we'll have that show on, I think, in about four weeks, unfortunately, because we've got so much going on. Uh, Joe Cusano this week, then we got Rocky Patel, then we got Nick Perdomo. It's something after something after something, because everybody wants to come to New England starting in June because the weather is beautiful. This is the time to take a boat cruise yeah. oh, here in New England. Yes. Well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> this, this is the I woke perfect up, day. I woke up this morning. $2,000 in the hole. Yep. And then... Today is Mr. Jonathan's booze cruise. Yeah. My Tonight. Booze, my Tonight. booze cruise, the boat that I got saddled with 30 days before the party. It's not enough time to sell 150 tickets. I don't know 150 people that want to go on a boat, so there's a whole lot of networking involved in getting that kind of project up and running. It takes months. Well, I get saddled with a boat with only 30 days, so I was just starting to crest over into... It's going to be breaking even mm-hmm. almost just on the boat itself, not counting if I supply hors d'oeuvres, which I would have done, pizza, whatever. 
and advertising. So at this point, I'm only out what I've spent to date, which is good. So I'm $2,000 up now. So it's actually a better day. You consider it $2,000 up. This is what gets you to sleep when you're a self-employed type of person. (laughs) You really lost your shirt on it, but you're less in the hole than you would have been. Correct. Therefore, you feel that I'm I'm up $2,000. That's some of my gambling buddies. That's how they feel. (laughs) They, They go to the casino. They bring a couple thousand dollars. They lose most of it. They get a thousand of it back, and they said, "Oh, I got a thousand dollars. I'm up a thousand. And I said, "You came with two thousand. You got a thousand left. You are down a thousand dollars. No, no, I was down to almost zero. Therefore, you're up a thousand, huh? That's how that math goes. That's gambling math. Yeah, yeah, I got a problem when it comes to promoting it. It's just like you said, you're self-employed, and so the interesting thing is I uh I got a call today telling me that the uh, boat party was canceled by the Coast Guard. That was nice of them to call you. Say, hey, Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what? First how, name Coast, last name God. How is it God? that you know who I am? What? And they go, well, is this Mr. Jonathan? Yes, this is Mr. Jonathan. Okay, and of course, we've got to go through the whole, your first name is Mr. Yes, you know, <laughs> whatever. So... And then it's, I just called to inform you that uh, we are shutting the river down as of 2 o'clock this afternoon. So your boat crews will not be able to go out. So please don't even show up at the dock. The whole pier is being shut down. Now, how do you tell 150 people that? They're, they're going to look outside and say this ain't happening. But Yeah, I would imagine. Is this a, a Facebook-type thing? I announced it on the Facebook invite. I've called a couple of promoters that were selling tickets to pass the word on, and I'll give them their money back. And... Uh, as of 2 o'clock, when I t- tell people... Do you reschedule it or do you give your money back? I give them their money back. Really? Yeah. And I'll, lo- I'll take a look and see if it's feasible for me to pull one off in August. But it may not be. Nice Sunday evening cruise is what I recommend, seeing that you're now employed by me. Sunday evening. Sunday evening. <laughs> I'll take that under advisement. Yeah, please do. Please do. How's it working out, by the way? It's been awesome. Yeah? It's been awesome. I set up my first display uh, and put it on Facebook and got feedback from people who actually have degrees in visual marketing. So they gave me some advice, and I was able to follow the advice using colors and blah, blah, blah. Way better than what's going on over there. I'm just saying. Yeah? Way better. There's no humidors over there. The game is in the numbers, baby. If you, if you want to judge something, it's all about the numbers. I actually agree with you, but it's not... It's not the number of units that you sell in a you store get, that's much more busy. You know, it's what the number bought, of dollars you sell per customer. You know, in school when you get an A for effort, but you still got an F on your report, you got an F. What's A for effort? We will see you, what I you got. You tried and failed. We will, see, we will see what I got. Yeah. <laughs> I know what numbers we did, and we'll see what uh, well, the, your flagship store does here. In that's sale. right. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because I'm working with you on Monday, me and you. Yeah. Uh, we Bring the recorder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different game. I'm the boss, and I apologize in advance for there's, uh, there's, you leaving that day hating me. No, there's no need to apologize. You will leave being like, all right, the store. this is why the store has it going on. Yeah, okay. That's what so you're leaving. But with. at least I think next week we will be very, very ready with show prep because I'm going to be with him for probably 10 hours yeah. on Monday. So we would be ready with show prep, unlike how we are this week, which is we have nothing. And yesterday. 
And yesterday we have nothing. And, and last week. Because everything that went wrong with the computer stuff, there was just no time to do anything. But uh, I'm getting it together anyway. So we're smoking the C&C Connecticut. We're going to smoke all three. Uh, Joe Cusano has put together a, uh, a three sampling of cigars, which is the uh, C&C Connecticut, the C&C Corojo, and the C&C, let me get this right, LRMD. 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 I have two boxes of Connecticut, but LRMD. Limited release. Maduro. D. D. Dominican? Just MD stands for Maduro. Oh, okay. MD is Maduro. Okay. <laughs> Shorthand. <laughs> Maduro Dave. Limited release Maduro Dave. So uh, have you ever wondered what happens if you have two people in a golf cart and then you put a fat guy on the back? Oh, Ed, are you listening to this? We have Ed Santa Maria oh. on the back of our golf cart right now, and I, uh, I just hope we have enough weight in the front to be able to not pop a wheelie. Not a problem. Let's give it a shot anyway. Oh, yeah, the front wheels came up. I Watch felt that. Watch your head, Ed. <laughs> you can hear him holding on for dear life. In the back. <laughs> he, got, he got off. He was white as a ghost. He's like, you really do not know how to drive these things. He ended up walking the course. Please, please. He ended up walking the whole course the rest of the day. Turn the cart over to Dave. And I was like, nope, I'm driving. Ian, you weren't drinking much. Did you have some beers? I had a little bit of the uh, the rum. The rum. And they had the Presidente beer. The Miami cigar folks were there with the President Day beer. You had Eric Hansen there with the hammer and sickle vodka. It was a booze fest. It was a cigar fest. It was a food fest. Great, beautiful day. I actually, I learned something. You you know how you learn something new every every day? day. Well, uh, this clip proves that I actually learned two things. Hang on. He's got his little... uh, Mr. Jonathan, those are for washing golf balls. So... I should put my pants back on, please. Roger that. Yeah, he uh, those didn't are understand ball washes. Well, I figured you're walking around the sun beating down on you, and you're just sweaty, and so that's what they're there for. You're not supposed to take your pants off at a golf course. Never, ever, never. The, the security guard was very, very nice. He was nice about to it, help though. me put them back on yeah. so abruptly. That was it. That was nice of him. All right, let's go to a break because we've got to bring Joe Cusano on. He's going to tell us about the CNC Connecticut, the first cigar we're smoking. We're going to go through three and two hours, and uh, I'm liking it so far. Uh, we'll see what he says about this and the amazing value that these cigars have. So, Joe Cusano, when we get back from CNC Cigars, his 90 rated cigar. Is it possible? Yes, it is. Stick around, everybody. No flicking. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch... It was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. 
Flor de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Flor de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick, the Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or a diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. And we are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, with Joe Cusano from CNC Cigars. Hi, Joe Cusano. David, how are you today? It is a beautiful New England day. It sure is. If you hate the weather, just wait. It'll change in a little while. Uh, technical difficulties. I just can't take another bit, stand it another minute. I don't know what you guys are hearing out there, but there's technical difficulties. Uh, we'll, we'll blame the rain today. 
because it's raining. Tomorrow we'll blame the new producer. The next day we'll blame the next thing. But it's technical difficulties driving me crazy. I'm going to start drinking, I think. Anyway, let's move on. A man who never has technical difficulties. He shows up on time, delivers as promised, if not more than what he promised, Joe Cusano. That's right. Thank you, Mr. Jonathan. Thank you very much. So uh, welcome back to the cigar industry. Thank you. Last time I believe we had you on here, you were working for Cusano Cigars. That's correct. uh, As president of Cusano Cigars, and uh, that company was bought out um, from you and your brother to um, the folks at Davidoff. That is correct. And um, you guys uh, eventually moved on, and uh, you started your own company, CNC Cigars. CNC Cigars started in April of 2011, yes. Yep. And... um, it uh, it resembles of um, I, the old Cusano Corojo, the uh, the the, the um, Cusano eighteen type of thing, the the Maduro. It's um, streamlined down to three sizes. Three sizes. We have a five by fifty, a five, a six by fifty two, and a seven by fifty in all three of the premium lines. And and again, when we, we look at it, made what I liked. That back to back to the core values, which absolutely. I never liked. Just try to put out a cigar that it, people feel like they got more than they paid for when they're done smoking it. And and pretty amazing. At um, you know, it, the impossible thing is you know has always been like the five dollar bottle of wine or the ten dollar bottle of wine and the five dollar cigar. Can you find a cigar that's really good at five dollars? You guys started your robusto out at three dollars and ninety nine cents. Three dollars and ninety cents. I want everybody to be able to so smoke it. The answer is no. You can't find a good one at five dollars. You got to go all the way down to three ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's pretty amazing because as a retailer, I'm making money on the cigar. So you guys are, you know, it's going to be volume. I mean, that's what this this has to be about. It is about a, it is about volume, and it's about providing a cigar for somebody that likes to smoke cigars. Now, the folks that are listening, if you you know you're saying three dollars and ninety nine cents is not a cigar that I want to smoke. I like nicer cigars. Please, please don't let the price fool you and think three dollars and ninety nine cents. I'm not going to try it because you're making a big mistake. Because I think what you have here is a ten dollars cigar for three dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not that it's a cheap date. It's inexpensive. But it's a phenomenal quality. Handmade. Handmade. Long fill. Long fill. This is no short fill of little pieces of tobacco Absolutely or anything. There's no draw problems. We pride ourselves on our construction and our consistency. You're going to get everything you get in a $10 cigar in, in, our, in our $4 cigar. And my jet lighter that you guys gave me, <laughs> is this the jet lighter of all jet lighters? It is. I have one myself. It's awesome. Uh, Go big or go home, right? <laughs> this is it. Um, I've never refilled mine. We got that in uh, January. Yeah. I still haven't refilled it. I lit every single fire at my house with it. Without kindling. Without Just kindling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, oh, starting all, all over again, you guys started like 15 years ago. Yes. And... Um, was this way different than the, the startup way back in those days, which you guys got in uh, during the beginning of the cigar boom? Exactly. It's a little different market now, yeah. but it's, it's still it's the passion. The cigar industry gets into your blood. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really a fun industry. It's, it's dealing with people that are, that are at a good time. 
people smoke cigars because they enjoy smoking cigars. So when you talk to people that are cigar smokers, they're happy, they're interested in listening to, to a little bit about your cigars. And you gotta, you got to have the pride. My wife says sometimes that I talk more about the cigars than I talk about the kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they're like my kids. They're, yeah, it, yeah. You know, you, they don't talk back. <laughs> you don't have to worry about them saying no to you. Right. But you nurture them as they're young. You, yeah. you, you, you put your blend together. You, you, you work really hard, and you get that final product that, that you really want to put out. And you get that taste, and you bring that out to other folks, and, and they enjoy it. And, and it just makes you feel great. Yeah. It makes you feel really, really good to put out something, something that folks really like. Yeah. It, it's just a very fulfilling experience. So the retail is opening up to you? and Retail, Retailers have been great. Yeah. Uh, the, the consumers have been unbelievable. It's, it's really, Well, how really do you not humbling. give it a try? The only reason why I ended up saying what I said is because there, there is consumers that feel like there can't be a, a, a good cigar out there for less than $10 and don't want to give it a try. In some respects, there's crappy cigars for, for cheap money, and you get what you pay for, but this is an exception to the rule. As Cusano was, when Cusano came out, it was pretty remarkable cigar, valued cigar when it started out, like nobody else. That was the core value right. we had. We, we, we've always had the core value is we want to put out a cigar at a very reasonable, a great cigar at a very reasonable price that anybody could afford to smoke anytime they want to smoke. Because we smoke cigars because we enjoy smoking cigars. And you shouldn't have to pay too much money to smoke a cigar. You shouldn't have to not be able to smoke a cigar because of because you don't you, you can't afford to smoke a good cigar. Well let's face you it, when afford- you go to pay for it, you are now going to light this product on fire and consume it via smoke. Look, but the, so why burn through money that you don't have to burn through? Right. And that's why we put out a cigar that you could do it at a very reasonable price that gets you the same same quality, same consistency, and the value that you can't get from a, you know having to spend ten dollars for the a only, cigar. The only question I really have is, how did you go about getting a rating in Cigar Aficionado? Because typically there there are certain criteria that we've noticed or we've commented on. Not that we know for a fact, but you don't advertise in the magazine. No. Your cigar is not Cuban. True. It is phenomenal value. It's inexpensive, and yet not only does it get rated. Gets rated right at the top, ninety. It, it, true, it, it, it did get a ninety rating. And cigar aficionado took our took our cigars, tried them, and, and rated them. I had no idea what they were going to do with them once the once they got them. But when we heard what the rating was, we were really happy. A ninety rating on a cigar that costs less than five dollars. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really unheard of. You don't see very many ninety ratings on cigars in our price point. And with the, it's not it's not easy it's, to get a ninety rating to begin with. It's not easy to get a ninety rating. And when you look at charge a thousand dollars for a cigar, you might not get a ninety rating. You look at the cigars that were rated with us on the on that yes. month. You had there were two cigars that were not Cubans. Those were ours, and the other ones were all in the forty to seventy dollar range. Yeah, one of them that got the ninety rating in that same thing, uh, and, o- and only ahead of you for spelling purposes for uh, was the Cohiba B hike. $85 cigar gets a 90 rating, and a $3.99 cigar gets the same 90 rating in the same issue. Yes. We were Which one in. will you choose? <laughs> hmm, the one you can't get at all? Right. <laughs> and, or and, the one you could come down here and get right now. $3.99. And actually, you could buy a box of these cigars for less than one right. of the Cubans. Right. Uh, exactly. Good point. Yep. And today we're doing 
we're doing something special with our boxes. Any box of cigars, of CNC cigars that you buy today, is going to get you a little bit of free stuff. Right. A nice little uh, CNC hat. A CNC bullet cutter suitable for weaponization? Yeah, we've yes. got to talk about that bullet cutter, by the way, because that thing is unreal. It is heavy. Heavy bullet cutter. And it cutter. is, when he says suitable for weaponization, it is weapons-grade <laughs> material. I mean, you could jab that thing into the side of someone's neck, and it, they're done messing with you. Throw it at them. It's going to hurt. It's going to leave a mark. It could easily become a projectile. It's fun. You've, you've segued into my other hobbies. So. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of which, uh, you didn't uh, grow up uh, from a Cuban background. You didn't um, uh, spend your life in the tobacco fields, nor was this from generation to generation. You started off at a whole different... Started off at a whole different point in my life. Always was a cigar smoker. Yeah. And actually, we were customers of uh, right. yours That's right. back in the day. And uh, one of the big enjoyments of our day was to be able to come up... Come up and visit you when yeah. your store was in Boston and, yeah. and enjoy a great cigar. Yeah. My yeah. brother and I really had a, really had a good, good experience with you. And, and actually, I'm going to give you a little, little bit of a, a pat on the back here. Yeah. You've been more of an incubator for folks in the cigar industry than I think anybody else that I know. Of. Well, I'm passionate about it. Like you say, passion is a big part of it. I love it myself, and it gets contagious a little bit. You it know? is. You, you're into it, and that's all you talk about. And, you know, somebody walks in and just this guy's still talking about cigars and he love it. I'm going to have to give it a try and the next thing you know you catch it you, you get catch a li- it yeah and it's a great it's a great thing to do yeah i mean it's such an enjoyable experience an enjoyable hobby and you can get into whatever depth you want to get into it but it's such a great relaxing time yeah. a cigar really makes your day it really does it's the way you should you should you should start your day, and you should end your day. Yeah, yeah. Now, you and your brother both come from uh, different careers before you entered the cigar world. He came from kind of a financial end. He was more from a financial And you were law enforcement. I was law enforcement, but we did work together for a short time at uh, Prudential Beige. Uh, when Prudential and Beige split, we went off into different directions. I I had still a little bit more of a... Yeah, military a vinegar. Yeah, you, military yeah. background. And, uh, what, what, I mean, I know it, it's difficult for me to work with my brother, but what must have that have been like? I can only imagine, uh, you know, you guys are, seem to be so different. How, how was it working with your brother at the start of the industry? Well, I think part of it was we were so different. And it really worked out well for us together. And I think, you know, when you look at the history of the past company and me starting CNC here again, yeah, yeah. it's just been a great experience all the way along. It wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. They are, they are certainly uh, opposites and both great people and stuff, but Mike's so high strung and uh, wired up uh, very, very tightly. Which you, you would expect that would be guy. you because you were, you were in law enforcement. I would just expect that you'd be that no, guy. you just shoot the guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it a lot of times. You don't get mad. You, you, don't, just, you don't get mad. Yeah. You just get even right yeah, away. And, it, you know, from a law enforcement and a military background, you tend to, to be a little bit more disciplined on your, your emotions and your actions and things like that. And I think that's just carried through for me for, you know, my careers after that. Something that I noticed about you is uh, because I got a chance to really study you because I knew I was going to interview you on the radio. I hope you don't mind, but I was, you know, just mentally taking notes of what was going on. Somebody would walk in and they would say, you know, they like they smoke X cigar. And sometimes you had a cigar that would match up, and other times you didn't. And when you didn't have one that would match up, you would say, it's an excellent value. You may like to try it, but I really don't think that 
I have anything that really is for you, which I find to be remarkable because you are in the business to sell cigars and ring the register. And that's when somebody said to you, geez, you know, I like, I like to smoke something that's over the top powerful. You were like, geez, I, you know, I just don't have anything for you. I'm sorry. And, and I, I could show you the cabinet where what you're looking for is yeah. it's right over there. But I just found that to be a, a remarkable character trait. Uh, Thank you. I think that's a compliment. It is. It is. <laughs> so thank you. And, For sure. And, and um, I enjoy cigars. I really enjoy smoking cigars. And I really enjoy when I, when I talk to people that smoke cigars. And I am not going to to just sell one of my cigars. If I don't think somebody is going to like it, I am not going to, to have them buy it. I mean, the only thing I don't have is a really, really full-bodied cigar that's going to that's gonna rip your face off. I have a great medium plus, I have a great medium, and I have a great mild cigar. And I'm going to be brutally honest with everybody that comes in. If they, if they say, oh, I, I smoke something that's really, really strong, I, I don't have anything that you like, and I'll be happy to show you what you, what you do like. Sure. And if you'd like to, you know, to try one of mine as an additional cigar, do that, please, because it may broaden your horizon a little bit on what you're smoking. Now, when you are smoking in the office, I'm sure, and I, and I watched you all day in Seabrook, and here you're clearly smoking C&C, uh, which one do you like the best of all, of all three? I have to be honest, the C&C LRMD Maduro is my favorite. Okay, so now at home in your humidor, there has to be another cigar besides that that you think to yourself, you know what, I'm just in the mood for X. What would that be? Believe it or not, and if... Folks that have known me over the long years, they'll, they'll say I'm pretty consistent. In the morning, I love a Connecticut shade. There's nothing that beats the first cigar of the day with a nice cup of, of coffee and a Connecticut shade. It's really just a way to start your day. In the middle of the day, I, I, I'll go back and forth between a Corojo and an LRMD, depending on my mood, what I'm eating, what I'm drinking. Sure. And I, I really like to pair my cigars with my, with my food and drink. And... and it's it's part of it because it, it you can know by looking at me that I, I was going to say you, you look like you look like you've had a sandwich in your day. Yes, I've had a sandwich in my may, day. I've had you may know your way around the one. kitchen. Yeah, and, and, and I enjoy food. I enjoy food. I enjoy drink, and I enjoy cigars. Me and Joe are so much alike. It is remarkable. As a matter of fact, we're born on the same, same day. day, exact same when, birthday. Uh, when uh, Jason from Cigar Masters came in, he said uh, that he thought. First look, he thought it was David, and he shaved his head. Somebody else said that, and they came in. The lawyer came in and told him, I thought that was you. When I met Mike the first time, he says, you, not only do I look like you, he said, you even act like him. It, it's just unbelievable. I had never even met you and stuff, and he was telling me about you and telling about you. And then uh, something came up with the birthdays, and so it turned out to be the same birthday. He goes, this is an unbelievable thing. It is. People think we're brothers yeah. more than by making right, their brothers. Right, yep, right. We're all together. Uh, yep. I'm going to put the Connecticut shade down right now, and I'm a Connecticut guy. I like the Connecticut, uh, but my favorite is the Corojo. And even when I went back to the Cusano, the original Cusano Corojo that came out years ago, uh, that was the cigar of the year uh, years ago when that, I don't even know what year it was, a lot of years ago. Um, and this is the one I like, but this is also the one that got the big rating. Yes, it did. Yeah, that, and that reminded me a lot. When I first tried those tobaccos, and I put that blend together, that really reminded me of the 1996 version. Yes, the 1996 one. The open-top box. Yep, which didn't have a year on it. The nope. 97 did, but it was that first one, 2001. 2001 Cigar of the Year. Jeez, uh, that was uh, 11 years ago. Wow. 
And here it is. As far as I'm concerned, here it is. It's back. Back and better than ever. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll tell you. And I, I think it might be a little less expensive than it was then. It, it, that <laughs> was one of the targets I tried to hit. When the economy, the economy with the way it is, I wanted to put out a cigar that anybody would be able to smoke every day. That was my goal. Now, what you did here is you rolled back time. You, you rolled back 11 years ago and, and brought it back to what it was, in, as far as I'm concerned, the cigar it was in those days, along with the price even better. It's probably the only thing in the whole world that, that costs less than it did 11 years ago. But that brings the segue to roll back. Yeah, which nice, is, nice segue, thanks, by the way. Man, it wasn't too obvious Come at on, all. Just to you. So... <laughs> Roll back, and, and I'm showing it here for the people that are watching uh, on, on the video, but it's a bundle of 20 cigars, and it is not in the 3 to $4 price range. It's in the 2 to the $3, $3 price range. Yes. Well, it's a great little. We have a, a rollback Connecticut Shade and a rollback Maduro. It's a very nice little Connecticut Shade wrapper. It's a mild cigar. It's going to perform. Every cigar is going to perform perfectly when you when you smoke them, and it's really just a great little cigar for for any time. Especially if you have folks that are coming over that are not really cigar smokers, it's something you can both enjoy together, and uh, you, you won't feel bad when they when they take two puffs and put it uh, down. Put it down. Right. Yeah, you're, you're talking about uh, under forty dollars, under two dollars a cigar when you buy them by the by the uh, by whole the bundle. bundle. My first cigar today when I came in was Rollback Connecticut. First thing in the morning, it was mild, it was good, there was nothing wrong with it at all. I mean, it was nice. We we do something different than some of the other manufacturers do. We specifically make these cigars for this purpose. These aren't seconds, these aren't anything that rejects. These are cigars that are made to be in the $2 range. And... They're a great cigar for the money. You, you can't beat it. All our cigars are great cigars for the money. It, it's a value company. I mean, Escusano was, and there is, and he is, is. And it's the core values. It's the core values we've held from before we were in the cigar business. You remember what we used to smoke before we were in That's the cigar right. business. That's right. So we were you guys were value consumers. consumers. Exactly. So you might as well make something that you would buy yourself, so, right? Exactly. Make, makes life easy and say, I would buy this, and when you find it, you're pricing it too high. You've got to do something about it because you probably wouldn't buy it if, if it no. wasn't. That's one of my criteria. I would, when I, before I develop a, a blend and take it, take it out to market, I put myself in that spot. This is what I'm looking at. I walk into humidors all over the country, and I say, okay, would I buy this if I walked into the humidor? Because at heart, I'm still just a, just a cigar smoker. Yeah, yeah. I'm still just a guy walking into the humidor looking to buy a cigar to enjoy for the days. And, you know... Whether it's a box, whether it's a single, whether I'm buying a group of singles, I smoke, I smoke other guys' cigars too because right. I enjoy smoking right. cigars, and right. it's you know not, not industry intelligence or anything like that. Yeah. I enjoy it. There are a lot of other folk cigars that are good out there too, but I put I put out cigars for, for everybody. Speaking of intelligence, yes, I got a little scoop. That I'd like Joe to tell us about if he if he feels comfortable announcing on the radio. You mentioned that you do have a new size coming out. Yes, we do. And uh, would you like to tell us about it? I would love to. It's, I'm pretty proud of it. We are going to be coming out in the CNC lines, the three CNC lines, CNC Connecticut, the CNC Corojo, and the Maduro. We will be coming out with a six and a half by sixty ring. Wow! Now, not six by sixty like everyone else. Six and theirs a half is a little six. longer. It's a little better, yeah. and it's a lot more, a lot so, less expensive. So, how are you going to price that? That should hit the streets for about five sixty nine in New Hampshire for a six and a half by sixty. 
Wow. It is all the rage right now. If, if, if you were making it for me, I would tell you, don't make that size because it's too big for me, to be honest with you. And uh, I, I think it ends up losing its flavor uh, because there's so much filler in a cigar, but they're selling like crazy uh, here in New England, even in the wintertime. Uh, which you, you imagine, a, value-wise, i got to imagine that's why a customer is doing that because sometimes it takes two, three hours to smoke a 60. A 6 by 60, a 6.5 by 60, there's an extra extra half inch for you. What, um, what are you doing as far as the blending goes? Because as David said, sometimes the flavors get washed out as you go bigger. Right. So are you beefing up some of the, the flavor comp components yes. inside? Each size we have a specific blend for so as we as the size and girth goes up and in length goes up, we adjust the blend to keep the flavor consistent amongst all the sizes. Uh, so it's cigar making is I try to equate it to really like being a chef. And when you make a cigar, you put your different tobaccos together, which are your different your different components. You have to let them sit and marry, which is your your cooking process for yeah. lack of a better term. Sure. And then you get your final product. And what you'd have to do is, as you, as you would if you were making a bigger batch of something, you have to adjust your blends to get your flavors where you want it. Well, there's the difference of you are a new company, but you've been in the cigar business for 15 years. Therefore, you know. So you, a lot of people will come in and, and you see that. Gee, they don't know the brand yet. CNC, I don't know the brand yet. I don't, want, I don't know if I want to take a chance. But you're not taking a chance because you're dealing with a, really people that have been in the business for 15 years. They're not starting new. They're starting new with the name of it, but they knew what they were doing then. Obviously, they take their knowledge with them and, and continue, and they come out with the product right the first time instead of a, a new company that's going to make lots of uh, early-on mistakes. Those things are way past you guys. We're way past yeah. that. And we, we, I was lucky. I had, I had the folks that came with me in the U.S. I had folks that came with me from the factory. Yeah. So I had the core team of experienced people already in place before we put our first cigar out. So we take step right back into to offer the same quality, consistency, and value that, that was that's We there. left off. We left off. We started from scratch again with that same quality, right. consistency, and value. So, so everything we learned over the past 15 years, we put into the CNCs that we're putting out today. So day, day one, you're ahead of the pack, day one. You're going to have to send try. us up some samples of that because I'm very curious to see how good you were with the blending and comparing that 6x60 with the smaller yeah, yeah, try gauge. to robusto and say yeah, side by okay, side. By that, side. Boy, be- would that because be I do see that. You know, I'll smoke uh, side by side the sixty ring gauge of something in their in their robusto, and they're totally different cigars. And a guy that's smoking a six by sixty, he says, "I like that brand." The other cigars are so much different than that cigar; it doesn't even belong with the same name on it most of the time. And you hit one of the big problems right on the head: is a sixty ring. I have a hard time smoking a 60 yeah. age. Um, I'm, my preference is between 42 and 46 yeah. age. That's the that's the size I like. I think that's the best combination of wrapper, binder, filler to get the fla- the best flavor out of everything that you're. you're yeah, absolutely is. Uh, unfortunately, or or it is what it is. Those that isn't what's selling. Exactly. We are in the business to sell Sells cigars, so you, right. people are making sixty ring gauges, and that's all there is to it. Then again, there's some uh, folks out there, the, the real cigar geeks that you know know tobacco good and want to smoke the Lanceros and stuff. 
<clears throat> they don't sell. They don't. They, yeah. As and much as it's, it's nice to smoke a Lancero and get lots of flavor and lots of wrapper on it, nobody buys it. So, you know, what's the sense of that? It's not economically feasible for us to do it. And, you know, I, I, I would love to do that. I'd love to come out with something in a narrower ring gauge. But I, I'm just, I can't do it right now. Yeah. At some point, we're yeah. going to have cigars just for us. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be able to put something like that out. And, and probably for an anniversary i'll put out something it's a, a little thinner ring gauge a that limited release limited type of thing because of thing. it won't have a any limited legs. market yes. yeah it's, it's good. i'd like everybody to try it yeah because i think that the more folks that do try it may like it but right now people like thicker ring gauge i was talking to another retailer that um had, had done uh an event um away from their store, a cigar dinner type event, and he brought um, different cigars of small ring gauges because he wanted people to try all these different cigars. And the looks on the people's faces, they were feeling like they were getting gypped, he was saying, Mm -hmm. that uh, it was all smaller ring gauges, and people were like, you've got to be kidding me, you know, there's, uh, you know, 40 ring gauges and things like that, and these guys are used to smoking big cigars. And at the end of it, he said, I can't tell you how many people came up and said, those cigars were fantastic. The flavor was outstanding. Of course, the flavor, you know, if they were used to smoking the other one, all of a sudden you got lots more flavor in that smaller cigar. And he says, all of a sudden it, it picked up a little bit on the smaller ring gauges for him. So maybe there's hope out there as people try it. Uh, I know when I go d- down to the factories in the Dominican and we sit around smoking sample cigars, it's usually in the 44, 46 ring of the sample things, even smaller sometimes, of what we're trying to taste the tobacco. Imagine sitting around and smoking 60 ring gauges <laughs> to say, okay, what do you think of this? It's yeah, I get you, nothing. You have to do that all day. You'd burn your face off. Yeah. <laughs> that would heat up quick. So, uh, yeah, this is the this is the Corojo, and um, what is the, the blends of these cigars? What well, do they make up of? They're all Dominican-made. They're all made in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. They're, they're all hand-rolled in the Dominican Republic. But we took the the method of we we buy tobaccos. We don't have a farm. Yeah. And I like the buying tobacco method better because it gives me a lot more versatility in what I can make. If I have a farm and I grow tobacco, I have to use all my tobacco first. Right. And I want to have the versatility to be able to use the best tobaccos out there that I can find. Excuse me, that Corojo wrapper is a very nice Ecuadorian Corojo. It uses a Dominican binder and Dominican fillers. It's medium-bodied. You'll get a really nice little note of citrus, a little note of red and and white pepper, and a little bit of cedar on the finish. One One of my favorite cigars. Yeah. The Maduro, though, is actually my favorite. It uses a Dominican sun-grown Maduro wrapper, Dominican binder, and Lajero fillers. A nice little bit of sweetness from the from the wrapper. Tickle the tip of your tongue and a little yeah. bit on the on your lips. You get a really nice black pepper spice and a little bit of cocoa and cedar on the finish. Mm. Really things I enjoy. You can yeah. tell I describe things and I like I, I tend to like I can yeah, eat your mouth. That's your mouth starts to water. <laughs> I want to eat it. It's I. I Food and cigars, to me, are, are, are very, very close. Yeah? And how about the Connecticut? And our Connecticut shade is an, is an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade. It's a nice, mild, extremely favorable cigar. And one of my one of my favorite attributes of the Connecticut shade wrapper is the creaminess it imparts to the smoke. So when you bring the smoke into your mouth, it has a velvety texture to it, and it has the, the flavors that we put in there that's 
the tobacco flavors that are just so nice when it tickles your tongue and, and tickles your lips. It, 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 it's a great mild smoke, but it's flavorful. Flavorful is key in a mild smoke. Right. You can get a lot of mild smokes that don't have very much going on there. Doesn't even make it sound like you, you want to eat them all. <laughs> I'm hungry. I just <laughs> ate and I'm hungry again now. Well, Joe's here the rest of the day. If you want to come down to see him, we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Take Route 93. To exit one, come on down and you'll see Joe Cusano. He's here till six o'clock. Try a CNC cigar. Don't worry about the price. It seems too low. It's not too low. It's called a great value. So try CNC cigars. Go to your local brick and mortar store. Pick up some. See what the talk is all about. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to try the CNC Maduro and see if we get those flavors and, and things like that. Along with. Um, uh, other people returning to the cigar industry, some people leaving the country, and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire, or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about It's Not Your Grandfather's Cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about Good to the Last Draw? Come on, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua.
Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines... Consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336, and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moses is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336, and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Boston, the number one sports city in America. Boston Sports Station. 1510 The Zone. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Gary. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. 
I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Ryan, here we are, our number two of the Cigar Authority. We're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Um, if you want to come by, take Route 93 to Exit 1, and we're about a mile down on the right. And with us today is Joe Cusano from CNC Cigars, running promotions on his CNC cigar brands. I would say one of the top values in, in, in the premium cigar industry. There's no Absolutely. doubt about it. We have a 90 rated we're smoking right now, a 90 rated according to Cigar Aficionado, 90 rated $3.99 Robusto. Called the CNC Corojo. I love this cigar. This one is my favorite. Not taking anything away from the Connecticut we smoked earlier. We'll do this for a little bit more and then we'll go on to the Maduro version. I, I think the Connecticut is the best one. That one's my favorite, uh, followed by the Corojo, followed by the Maduro. Uh, they're, they're all very good. I smoked all three all day on Thursday and uh, loved every minute of it. It's one of those lines that which one do you like the best? Right. Yeah. Right. And Joe will be in the, uh, the the Nashua store for Two Guys Smoke Shop all day tomorrow. All day tomorrow. So uh, if you don't have a chance to come see him today, go to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and he'll be there tomorrow from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. Uh, with all the guys over there. Uh, so go see him there. Joe's a great guy. Uh, I've known him for over 15 years now. Uh, his brother Mike, uh, great people. Uh, they're living down in Florida, but I met them when we had our store in Boston. And they uh, and Mike lived uh, directly across the street from Regina Pizza in the North End. And he was a customer. He was in the financial business. He was a customer. And uh, we'd come in and get his cigars all the time and told me he lived across the street from Regina Pizza, which I don't think I'm telling anybody anything they don't know, that food is my favorite. And I've never met a pizza I don't like. There's no such thing as bad pizza. There is uh, pizza that's not as good as others. Yeah, good, better, best. Yeah. <laughs> There's... Uh, Love pizza. Regina Pizza. My guess, number two pizza in the Boston area. Number two. Question is, what is number one? Well, Boston area, number one pizza would be the, uh, oh, you want me to read that? Yeah. You just asked me a question. I didn't ask you a question at all. The question is, not to you. I was talking to the people out <laughs> that there. That was rhetorical. No. It was a rhetorical it was question. a question to them. Not always talking to you just because you can hear me. I don't think he understands what rhetorical means, but we'll just uh, we'll move along. What does rhetorical mean? It means exactly what you said. Well, no, it means we were like saying exactly the jokingly. Same thing. I'm not joking about it. I'm, I'm asking <laughs> someone else other than you. There's no joke in rhetorical. It's a question that you ask that you don't expect an answer out oh, loud. Right. It's sort of a oh, thoughtful right. question. All right, that's true. It was rhetorical. Okay. <laughs> you learned something new today, like I learned two I'd things I'd ring yesterday. the bell right now, but you know I don't have my bell today? Yeah, Ooh. that's by design. That, all right, it, so it's... Uh, did it not make it? it we, maybe. Uh, we'll, I'll get the bell for you. No, it's all right. I can live without it. We're being... Thank you. Are you two done? All right, good. Uh, we're the, being The bell may be something electronically that I can't figure out. On, you know? That's even, why I like the bell. There's no electronics involved with it. W. Go, oh, get me started. W. ZN, AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. Are we even on 1510, The Revolution in Boston? No, we're not. You know what? They're off. (laughs) I'm not talking about them anymore. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. 
thecigarstation.com twice on Sundays. You can hear the replay of our show from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. And my With no technical difficulties, because by the time they have it, it's all straightened up. It's all straightened up. Yeah. They cut it up for us and take care of it. Yeah. Uh, why just listen live when you can watch our video streaming at thecigarauthority.com. And we are, as always, podcasted for your downloading and listening convenience on demand at the Cigar Authority and on iTunes. Now, to answer your rhetorical question, the best pizza, I'm not even talking about in the Boston area. That is anywhere, uh, in anywhere, yeah, is Christie's Pizza in Salisbury. Well, that's beach pizza. That's very interesting because every once in a while you want the beach pizza. And those that are out there, what is beach pizza? It's a square pan pizza that you buy at the beach. It's very, very different. It's um, sweet sauce. Even the dough is a little sweeter. Yeah, uh, doesn't I come with a it. lot of cheese on it. No, it doesn't. And I crave it though. Every once in a while, I'm. Crave it really bad. Extra cheese. They put a slice of uh, real high-quality provolone. provolone cheese on top. It's unbelievable. But but now that pizza, although I, I do crave it, and that is my favorite most of the time, the best pizza that there is is a place uh, in Amesbury, Massachusetts. Really? Called Naples Pizza. It's an expensive pizza, probably uh, $12 to $13 for a large, and... The guy does something that most places do not do. He ages his dough for a minimum of three days. When he takes it out of the aging process, it's got brown spots on it, it's, and the dough is softer, and it actually bakes like bread when he puts it in. If he just flattens it out and puts it in the oven, it makes the uh, giant thick pockets, just like uh, Stashy's Pizza over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the guy that invented that pocket. I don't know this place. In Amesbury, Amesbury which is very Massachusetts. And it's on the way to the beach, right off of 110, Naples Pizza. The guy, the owner's name is Bob, and it's unbelievably good. I don't know this at all. Top quality cheese. He makes his own sauce from scratch. I think I'm working with you in the Seabrook store on Monday. What can be done about having that for lunch on Monday? Can it be possible? What I'll do is deliver. I will give Bob a call. He takes, uh, he finally, he works 80 hours a week at the pizza place. He's the manager, the owner. He does everything except deliveries. Uh, and he finally, after being in business for four or five years, has a staff that can handle the post-lunch rush. So he takes a couple of hours to go let the dog out and just kind of clear his mind every day. So he said at some point he would deliver. I bet I can get him to deliver it to us on Monday. I'll take a large cheese, please. I like a regular cheese pizza. I don't want extra cheese. I want it the way they make it. And, and that's the way to test the pizza. He you pays, put all kinds of stuff on it. You, you, you're covering up something or whatever. He pays the most you can possibly pay per pound for his cheese. It's the best cheese that you can get. So it's not that oily son. type of cheese. No, no, yeah. no. This is all uh, 100% mozzarella. The part skim stuff, it's ridiculous. Very low oil, very low grease. Yeah. Not a lot of cheese. I'm all over it. The sauce is good. Well, uh, that's the best pizza on the planet. And it's the, mo- it's the most expensive one, typically, but it's very good. I had an interesting pizza from Chuck Morrison, who p- paid us a visit um, in the wintertime yeah. and brought me a special pizza, which was a bar pizza, which is what it's known of. You, yeah. Who was it, that guy from? That was Town Spa. And actually, Dave, it's funny you mentioned that. I was at a funeral a few weeks ago, and Town Spa came up because that's, like, where I grew up. That was just the place to go. Apparently, they changed something, and it's not what it once was, and it hasn't been for years. I haven't been down in that area for... Well, since 2004, and all my old cahoots, all my old friends are saying, Chuck, it's not the same. 
And I was a little disappointed when we had it. I'm like, it's, this isn't what I remembered it as. Really? So apparently they changed it. You probably blamed yourself thinking, oh, maybe yeah, my, like, my palate uh, changed. Down. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't blown away like I normally am. I was really craving it. And it was just, eh. Well, the, uh, the European restaurant yes, Chelmsford, Massachusetts. Which used to be in the North End. Used to be in the North End. I love that. Uh, their pizza is a little expensive as well, around fifteen dollars a pie. But it's, it's huge, as big as this table. The, yeah, you're de- you're not being ripped off. It's by It's called any the extra large. It's nice. not expensive when you when you figure how much you're going to have to it. It's still one serving. It but is it's huge. It is very good, very good. Um, I got to go with the top San Tapio's Pizza mm. in East Boston, tops as we call it. That is the best pizza. The place is a dump, but that that's makes it all the better. Yeah. Um, they have the um, the oregano and stuff in in jars, um, baby, food thing, jars yeah. baby food oh, jars, baby food jars with uh, screw holes in it. Uh, but it is the best pizza going. Um, wood fire oven, awesome pizza. Uh, they win the awards lots lots of times. As a matter of fact, what do I have here? I've had this for a long time sitting in here. The, um, I just had the pizza at the flatbread company in Newburyport. I was down paying a visit to the boat, dropping off flyers for a cruise that apparently was never going to happen. And I swung by the Flatbread Pizza Company and had their pizza. It was so good, I ordered two and brought them in. And even when it got here cold, you loved it. You raved about it. It was really good. Very good pizza. Where are they? That was really good. That's Newburyport. Now, in... In Chelsea, Massachusetts, there's a place we used to go, much like the town spa type of place. You went there. Um, Brown Jug and uh, another dumpy little hole in the wall. The, the now Brown they, Jug in Chelsea? Yes. Okay. Now they've moved uh, to a newer location, and uh, I went there. The pizza was as outstanding as it was. Very, very thin thin crust. You can kind of eat one by yourself, get oh, yeah. one per person type of thing. Um the thing is, when you go there, you eat pizza, beer, a soda if you want. There's other things on the menu. Don't get anything else because everything else is awful. But the pizza is the coolest pizza. And another one, you know, it's one that you just crave after a while. And I'm willing to drive 40 miles because I'm just in the mood for that. Wow. And uh, really nice. Now, as far as chain pizzas go, what do you think about... Uh, which which order? There's really there's only really there's only, only one f- good chain. Three chains that are in our area that are big. Yeah, you got Domino's, you got Pizza Hut, and, and you got and Papa Gino's. Papa Gino's. Yep. Okay. Well, I like Papa Gino's pizza. There isn't one close to Seabrook, and I've been going with Pizza Hut. There isn't one close to Seabrook. It is three doors away. Really? <laughs> you can walk. Really? You have the tire place next to your Sullivan Tire. Then you have a little strip mall thing, and then you have Papa Gino's. <laughs> Didn't know. I've never yeah. been up that far. <laughs> I never took a left. I you just only go take right. Because right, I'm you, always in a rush when I leave the three doors away. It's three doors away. All right. I'll give and, it a whirl. And as I'll say they don't have the best pizza in the world. They have the best chain pizza in the world. But they do have the best something. They have the best cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. My the wife best that. cheeseburger. It's a double cheeseburger, and it's outstanding. That is the best cheeseburger going. You wouldn't think Papa Gino's. Try the cheeseburger because the Cigar Authority told you to do it because it is the best there is. What do you guys like for toppings on your pizza? Because I've got kind of a unique topping combination that I dig, and I introduced it to Ed, and he's all about it now. 
I'm a cheese guy, man. I just do a cheese pizza, but I, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do the buffalo chicken. I'm doing the vegetable one with the tomatoes and peppers and stuff. Uh, I'm not a swine guy. I don't dig on no swine, you know. I want the. Uh... <laughs> I like jalapeno peppers. Yeah. And pineapple no. on my pizza. No. I'm not interested in even trying it. Wow. Ed Ed said, you know what? I'll try anything once. He took one bite and said, this is the best flavor combination on pizza that I've ever had. What, what's the place up here that does the the, um, the pizza with the, huh? Yeah. Balducci's. Oh, the, the street macaroni there. and Baked cheese. Baked macaroni and cheese pizza. Yeah. Keith loves it. It is awesome. It is. It, when it came when it came in, I said I'm not even going to try that. I don't think so. Come it's, on, come on, please. It's not just good; it's outstanding. It is, and you wouldn't think it. You it's, wouldn't think about it. It's is outstanding. Phenomenal. It is phenomenal. I'm I'm uh, drooling right now. Yeah. By the way, guys, live, welcome to the pizza pizza show. Yeah. Live feedback. The, the chat box is loving this, Rudy. This is one of the greatest segments you guys yeah. have ever done. I, I wish I had lunch before listening. This is brilliant. I mean, they love it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Baked macaroni and cheese pizza. And I don't know how they do it, but it's, it's not even falling off. They must put the cheese on after, which holds it all tight together. Must be. I've got it hot, 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 and there's not a problem. And then after it settles down, and now it's kind of a block, and it's in there. Still fabulous. I like also to put hot sauce on my pizza. And uh, it's difficult to find a hot sauce that complements the sauce itself. Sometimes the hot sauce takes over the whole flavor. Not crushed red pepper, but... Hot sauce, yeah. Yeah. I found a hot sauce at one of these local craft fairs or whatever uh, called Chelsea Fire Hot Sauce. It's hot. Not over the top, like burn your mouth, you can't taste anything hot, but very hot, lots of flavor, and it just combines with the sauce. It's like a sauce sandwich. You got the sauce, then the cheese, then the hot sauce. Unbelievable. Put it on the crust, and the crust is no issue after that. I've got a flavor. Yeah? Pizza. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. You, you're tasting pizza in the uh, in the Corojo blend. Hey, let's put the Corojo down. I got a dilemma, Dave. Which one? I, I'm going to buy a box today. The question is, which one? It was the Connecticut. Now I'm really loving this one. All right, and let's see what this one does. Now we're going to try the uh, LRMD. That's a limited release Maduro David. <laughs> you're going with that, huh? By the, quick question for you. Uh, this comes from uh, this comes from Rudy. It's funny that on the cigar ad, Dave says even more bolder. Yes. Did he get away with that grammar because he's the boss? Uh, we What's actually more bolder, isn't it? I thought it was correct. Uh, I actually wrote that, Rudy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and I don't appreciate you picking it apart. We did that on purpose. No, I'm kidding. We did do that on purpose because Dave does have terrible grammar. And as a play on his poor grammar and his uh, less than a full grasp of the English language, <laughs> we added that in. And actually, neither he nor Chuck, who hears Dave all the time, picked up on it, that it was until Rudy picked up on it. But I did write that line in exactly like that, knowing that Dave is a lot like the anchor man. He just reads the copy that's written. <laughs> yeah. So he just read it the way it was written. That anchor man. Uh, and uh, I have to say, Rudy is, he has to be our biggest fan, but he is not just a fan. I actually feel like he's part of our quality control. He points out stuff. He, he pays attention. He doesn't just listen to the show. He's a part of the show at this point. And, Rudy, I can't thank you enough, my man. Even though he lives in Canada. So, actually, if he's the Red Sox <laughs> are playing Canada right now. We don't, I don't Spanish. think we could hit Rudy with a missile if we had one. I know he's, he's far that far away. away and, he, and he's such a big fan. And we couldn't thank him enough. I'm going to try the CNC torch. I haven't used oh, mine awesome. for lighting a cigar since I brought it to my house and I use it for fire. 
Well, right off the bat, the first hit, it's a lot more bolder. This, this is uh, <laughs> a lot more bolder. Even more bolder. Even more bolder than before. More bolder. It sounds right to me. It's bolder est is what it is. So why wouldn't you say more bolder? Because it, it's more. a double superlative, I think, is what it's called. Double entendre? No, double entendre. <laughs> double Maduro? Double entendre is when you say one thing, and it could be taken as two things, typically sexual. Oh, really? One thing that's regular, and the other thing could be taken sexual. Okay. I wasn't trying to say that at all, but um, cold pizza? You into cold pizza? I do not like cold pizza. Me either. Uh, my, I like my pizza so hot that it burns, burns the, the roof, roof of your mouth. mouth. There's nothing better than hot pizza, but if it goes cold, you don't you put like it, it, and then you put it in, in the, the oven, yep. the toaster oven, now it's even better. Yes. The flavors have melded. It's blended I, I together. I actually like it even better. So get it and then heat it up. I, I like it better anxiety. than getting it fresh? Yes. Hmm. But you can't put it in a microwave. No. you got to put it oh. in a toaster oven. And you know we have a toaster oven here just for that purpose, yep. a pizza oven in-house. And at my house... I have a pizza oven in the yard, a, a um, wood pizza oven I had built. Now when he makes pizza, they only cost him $2,000. Yeah, it was, it was big money <laughs> to put the thing in. But when I moved up to New Hampshire, being in the Boston area with the Regina and the Santapios nearby, along with a lot of other good little places, um, I moved Rather up than to drive 45 minutes and just get the pizza. Well, I tried everybody in the neighborhood. I tried everything around. We're not really known for pizza up here in New Hampshire. No. There was nothing um, that just could satisfy that pizza thing. I mean, you have to go to Salisbury or Amesbury to be able to get it. Even at the beach, there's no real good pizza. Same goes for a good steak. If you want a good steakhouse, you don't have a lot of options up here. You have to go all the way into Boston. I don't like to go into Boston because you're dealing with the parking situation. The traffic, it's so aggravating. Along with all the taxes that go along with it. Do you it. get stressed out about hot pizza because you know that you're going to burn the roof of your mouth? But you do it like I you do can't it stop anyway. yourself? Sometimes the skin's hanging off the roof oh, of my it's mouth. brutal. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can just taste your own skin for the next three days because yeah. it's just a weeping open sore in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and we do it to Speaking ourselves. Speaking of the flavor of the cigar. Right. This is, um, I'm getting... Um, um, not barbecue, smoky barbecue, Sm- smoky barbecue. Again, white pepper. Turmeric, which is a prevalent flavor in barbecue sauce. I'm picking up some turmeric. My least favorite would be the Maduro. I'm just starting out, though, so I'll give it all, all the way through. Not to say it's not good. It's um, We're dealing with good, better, best here because I do like them all. Uh, we were... Goofing around all day long, trying to fling our ashes into the barrel yeah. all day at Seabrook. And so it was... Basketball. Yeah, I probably smoked 20 cigars during the day. <laughs> and not for the point of enjoyment at that point. It was so I could get enough ash to keep the championship going. Yeah. And I... Uh, so I can see I'm getting a lot out of you, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? You, you get a game like basketball, right? So you walk in and there'll be a customer comes in and you know that this person works in high finance... You know, they're dressed to the nines. Right. they got a couple hours to kill. They're not even on lunch. They're doing two things at once with the laptops and everything. And they walk through the door, and they see me shoot my ash into the barrel. And they look at me like, this is the dumbest human being on the planet. They go sit down. They start messing around. And next thing I know, yeah, they're on the line. They're at the line. Going, yeah. All right, what? 
I know I said this was stupid when I walked in, but where do I shoot from? Yeah, is it, is it right here? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, these, these are <laughs> – We're going to have a championship. The, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's actually in the works. We're working on getting a cigar sponsor for it. So um, what do we got here? Um, oh, I want, you know, Joe and Mike Cusano leave Cusano Cigars. Um, Mike moves on and, and uh, opens a bistro, actually, there in Florida. And uh, we don't know if he's going to get back in the business or he's not going to get back in the business. But I believe they have it in their blood and they want yeah, to. We know he's I, getting back in because he can't help himself. Because There's he, no way. And they're, they're still smoking cigars, still talking to me, asking me about the new cigars coming out. He's a, he's a cigar geek. He loves it. And Joe liked it so much, he, he didn't last a month. And he's back in. And um, another person that left and sold his company out was Christian Aroa. He was Camacho Cigars. And uh, I've been talking to Christian um, pretty regularly the past few weeks. Uh, Finally, he has made the announcement to the world out there. So I guess uh, the word is out and we can say it now. Christian Aroa will return to the cigar industry uh, with a new cigar line called CLE. And it stands for Christian Louis Aroa. Those are his initials, CLE. And it will come in two varieties. The CLE Cuarenta. Cuarenta. And this is why, Rudy, I got it we right. We write it the way we write it. C-O-O. It's, it's C-U-A-R-E-N-T-A. But I wrote it C-O-O-A-H-R-E-N-T-A-H. Cuarenta. 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 Um, the CLE Cuarenta and the CLE Corojo. Now, Corojo, and we have a Corojo here too. Corojo, uh, the seeds of the Corojo plant comes from Corojo, Cuba. It's like champagne. You can't have champagne anywhere but champagne, France. The seeds that grew in Corojo is three families ended up having... um, that Corojo seed. Jesus Fuego. Jesus Fuego. Christian Aroa's family. And Nesta Placencia, possibly. I'm not positive on the third one where they're getting the seeds uh, from this. What about 2283? That's uh, Jesus, Jesus Fuego. Fuego. Okay. So they took the seeds from it. Uh, obviously, it's not grown. Actually, no tobacco is grown in Corojo, Cuba anymore. Um, they all fled. And it's just, um, I did a visual thing on it to, to look. There's nothing there. What a shame. But uh, at one time, the greatest crop ever in Cuban tobacco, many, many years ago in the, in the early 50s to uh, 1960, and then they said, see you later, we're getting out of here. But uh, Christian really brought Corojo with Camacho, brought it to light. They were the first ones to use it. It's authentic Corojo seed grown in Honduras. He's going to do it again. Uh, his father still owns uh, Tobacco Rancho uh, Gemistron in Honduras. Um, this is where um, the Camacho uh, tobacco is grown anyway and sold to the Davidoff folks now. Well, Christian's going to make his cigar using some of the Corojo from that uh, plantation for his uh Corojo version, and on the Cuarenta, uh, I don't know uh, what kind of tobacco that is. Um, it is not, I don't believe it's a shade wrap, but it's a, some sort of sun-grown tobacco, but it's not a Maduro either. So so you have really no information because you've just eliminated every 
It's it's some sort of sun-grown wrap of Chuck, it. It's, there's something on the outside of the cigar. We're pretty sure it's tobacco as a product that they used as an ingredient. Other than that, we know nothing. <laughs> that says it all. I, no, I, it, I know a lot. I, I know... I know stuff I can't say. Okay. Okay. I know stuff I can't say. So yep. you, you got non-compete things that I haven't done the thing, whatever. I'm going to say what I can say, all right? Um, I'm just being careful. That's all. I'm just being careful. You're being smart. About, smart. Yeah. It's about time. Um, medium full-bodied, um, which is what he's about anyway, is, is where the blend's going to go. The Cuarenta... What that really means is the 40th, right? It is um, Christian's 40th birthday, which is coming up um, on July 5th. If you know the, the, the uh, Camacho 7, 705, 705 stands for July 5th. That's oh. Christian's birthday. It'll be his 40th birthday on July 5th. That may be when he ends up launching the cigar. I'm not sure. I think uh, he's got to wait till July 1st to do things or whatever it is. So, coincidentally, um, he's coming out there for his 40th birthday. We're, we're less than 30 days away from from seeing uh, what's going to happen here. It's going to start off with a handful of cigar stores that are uh, in the country right now, and probably maybe for a year or so it's going to be a handful of cigar stores. He had done this exact same thing when Camacho Corojo had come out. We were lucky enough and honored to be the only cigar store that carried Camacho Corojo for one full year as an experiment like we did with Jesus Fuego on the origin. Mm. Nobody had it but us. They were, they were testing it, trying things, you know, trying pricing, trying um, messing with the blend a little bit. Let me send it to you a different way, send those back. Hmm. You know, and, and same thing ends up happening. Who knows what it's going to be, but uh, I've been asked again. I will certainly be part of it. I'm, I'm on it. I'm not, yeah. you know, it seemed like, will you do me a favor type of thing? You're doing me a favor. I'm, I'm on it to be asked. Uh, looking forward to it. So um, we'll look for that to come out. Um, um, I would say within 30 days. Within 30 days. You heard it here first. Right. And I hope to have it July I don't have a calendar in front of me with the first Saturday in July. Maybe we can uh, actually have it on the show. And That'll be awesome. And uh, bring Christian on, at least uh, over the phone, if the phone lines are working, because I know that ain't happening today. That'll be interesting. June 30th is a Saturday, which is the last day of the month of June. So the first Saturday in July is the 7th. We'll probably have to wait till the, the 7th, unfortunately. Um, Unless we can get some sort of something to happen on the fur, we'll be like twelve hours away from the thing, yeah. whatever. Um, anyway, so uh, nice to see when people leave the industry. Christian's a young man, obviously thirty-nine years old. Could he stay away from this industry? He's he probably got plenty of money. Anything he'll ever need. It's in the blood. They love it. They cannot stay away. It's not about the money this time. It's not the, about the money for Joe anymore. It's not about the money for Christian anymore. It's the love of what this is. Take the money out of it. At the beginning of it, you've got to make your living, and you've got to take care of your family and stuff. Uh, look at the rain coming down. Holy Poor. God. Wow. Cats and dogs, as they say. I Cats wonder. and dogs. 
Wonder why I can't have a boat party, stupid Coast Guard. <laughs> yeah, imagine a po- you'd be doing the Gilligan's Island theme through the whole thing here. Yeah. The boat is so big, if it sank anywhere on the Merrimack River, we could still party on the top deck. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I love that stat. It's big. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, I'm going to tell you about a cigar company that has just uh, laid off 150 people in the United States. And I'm going to share with you an interview with a couple of people from the CANH, one of which being Eric Hansen, who I actually got to be silent with one of my questions. That and much more. (laughs) When we return on the Cigar Authority, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh, yeah, so smooth. And, oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But, oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Fortsack Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Kellner's A-Team to bring you Fortsack Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsack Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsack, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsack is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsack is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsack Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsack, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the Internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, cartel isn't Cuban. 
bourbon or anything illegal in any way, Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutia of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff as a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm -hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Mm -hmm. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new well-balanced and medium-body taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm -hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mmm. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Back live on the Cigar Authority, we're a two-guy smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire, smoking CNC cigars. Joe Cusano from CNC Cigars, new brand that's out there. He has a regular Connecticut. He has a Corojo. He has the Maduro, and we're smoking the Maduro right now and uh, liking them all. And the problem is, you've got to figure out which one you like the best. That's the, this that's cigar definitely reminds me of Chili's baby back ribs. <laughs> Chili's baby back ribs. <laughs> it's got when you said the barbecue sauce, I thought you were a little crazy. Yes. It's smoky, it's sweet, it's got the turmeric going on. It's barbecue sauce. 
You can have that for free, Joe. That's from the Cigar Authority. You can use that in your marketing campaign yeah. <laughs> from now on. And you don't even have to credit us. That's it, because that's what's happening all, all, all around the world of people. Uh, yeah, we just create campaigns. I've heard the cigar celebrity thing a few times oh, really? at the golf tournament. I heard it a few times. I just want you to make sure that I get credit for that one. It's gone. Forget about it. Nobody will even believe it. I came up with that. I know. There's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff over the years that, that's out there that people, no, you didn't do this first. You didn't do Not only did you create the word cigar liberty, but I made the cigar liberty. Correct. There was nobody bringing in the cigar manufacturers into the stores or anything like that. Yeah. I don't, I'm done patting myself on the back. Let's move on and, and tell you some uh, horrific stuff that's going on here. Swisher. This is um, Swisher International that makes Swisher Sweets and all that. They are cutting 150 jobs out right now in the U.S. Uh, big layoffs happen uh, in the next six weeks. Uh, they, uh, the layoffs are for um, uh, competition reasons and things like that, uh, pricing that's out of their control from their competition moving out of the country, and they feel they have to do the same thing, so they moved a lot of their operation over to the Dominican Republic because of the taxation mm-hmm. that's happening in this country. And, you know, you want people to, to do things in the U.S. Tobacco actually was kind of born in this country. I mean, the biggest tobacco companies and stuff. You're talking Swisher International, they are the biggest. There's, there's more of that stuff than anything else. And um, it's a shame, but um, they, they're giving up uh, lots of jobs in this country. Um, 30 mechanics lose their job, 120 people in the production. Even locally, our New England rep, Edgar Dakamanji, who we saw yesterday, um, he got his pink slip this week. I think he actually got it yesterday and let me know, so he's not the rep anymore. Um, they, they're giving up lots and lots of U.S. jobs for lots and lots of different reasons, mostly uh, having to do with uh, tobacco taxation that's happening in here and uh, the labor costs, union costs, things like that. Um, so they're, they're pulling out, and uh, they employ 1,100 people uh, currently in the U.S. Um, they're giving up uh, 150 of those jobs in the next six weeks, and it's only going to get worse. Uh, and they come right out and say it. Um, those folks make King, uh, King Edward cigars also. You're talking about uh, King Edwards that's been around here since 1918, almost 100 years in this country. See you later. Their plant is 600,000 square feet, five blocks big, big, big company, and the government just lets them go. We don't care. You have to care. I mean, these are U.S. jobs. That's what it's about. Lay off the smoking issues. Lay off the the, the uh, vulgar taxation that you're doing on this because we're losing vulgar jobs. Vulgar is such a good word for it because you're, you as a government, you are responsible for governmental things. Schools, which you are terrible at. Roads, again, terrible. Yeah. Maintenance, terrible. Mm-hmm. Natural disasters, terrible. So how about take care of the things that are actually your job that, that you suck at, take care of those things, yeah. and then leave the things that you have no right to, to deal with. Something that, that, that I enjoy doing, I should be allowed to do it. It's right. not like I want to take a gun and shoot bullets straight up in the air like David wanted to do yesterday, which it, it's not cool. Well, it was the shotgun start. That you can't use real bullets. That's a whole other thing. We, we'll save that for that show, but... You're going to get me all wound up. You had me very nervous. We had no hard They had the cannon canopy. in the back room. The cannon. 
They were going to shoot the cannon off. I was begging, let's shoot the cannon. Well, we haven't done that in years. Today would be the day. Yeah. It's all been. guys. It's a macho thing. We're all smoking cigars. Shoot the cannon. Would have been pretty cool. But, but you don't want to shoot the, the, the gun up in the air. Not but with you can real shoot the cannon. bullets. But anyways, stay out of things that bring me enjoyment. Let me make a choice. If I want to drink too much, so long as I'm not driving, that's fine. I'm not a danger to anybody else. That's my choice. If I want to smoke a cigar, if I want to smoke a cigarette, if I want to chew tobacco, if I want to do anything, leave me alone. Let it doesn't me do hurt it. anybody else. As Amen. Long don't as give I'm me this a... crap on the secondhand smoke issue because that's crap. Yeah, you don't like it? Go to another room. Shop at a different store. Eat dinner at a different restaurant that doesn't allow smoking. But let's face it, every restaurant allowed smoking. When it, when yeah, there was you know why? Allowed. Because they wanted the money, right? And they wanted to be employed, and they wanted the uh, the tips, and they wanted say hey. what you will about about the smell of smoke or whatever. There was such People, a thing as non-smoking restaurants; they were dying. Have yeah. you guys heard about this? John, my friend who's here today, was yeah. telling me that he was down in West Virginia on a trip to see some family. They went to a bar; they could smoke in the bar. The law down there apparently is if. Your alcohol sales exceed your food sales. You can have smoking in your bar slash restaurant. So you just raise the price of alcohol and you're all set. That's the way to do it. I say just let them smoke, but right. How about don't regulate it at all and go back to fixing the roads? So what they're doing, if you think about it, though, is they're encouraging you to drink more. (laughs) Right. They're encouraging you to drink more. How about a place that says we're not going to serve any alcohol? Let me smoke. No. You have to at least do wow. twice. You have to drink at least twice as much before you drive yourself home. Yeah. I smoked six cigars lot yesterday. They'll and allow- then I got in the car, got behind the wheel, and it wasn't a problem at all. On any Native American reservation that where they have the casinos, they will allow the casinos yeah. there to make up the rules. They allow smoking. Yeah. It's no big deal. And you go there to smoke. Or you, go, or you don't go there because you don't want to be around the smoke. You as a consumer make the choice. It is not up to the government to get in your wallet, to get into your head, to get into your life in any way. They should stay out. End of story. And you know, what, you know what frustrates me, Mr. Jonathan and Dave, is when, when, you, when we say they. It's us. You know, the government is us. We always say they. It's not us anymore. It's them. It's almost time. And I'm not, I'm not a revolutionary by any stretch, but it really, truly is almost time for us to take up arms and overthrow the government because you got, you got the right guys point. here right now. We could, we could start this thing 15 <laughs> minutes. In 15 minutes. I'm seeing here Swisser International. Two, traces, people, two people just slid their shirts aside to show me that they're armed right now. <laughs> so just, I'm just saying. I just hinted at it, and it was like, boom, boom, boom. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. You can start a thing right here, right now. Wouldn't even take 15 minutes. The Secret Service is going to be here any minute. I'm looking at the Swisher International. Trace its history um, to Ohio. 1861, they started with the cigars. 1861. And and they're going to they're gonna be out of this country before you know it. And, and it's going to be okay with this government. And yeah. these people are going to lose their jobs, and you're talking about lots and lots of well, jobs. Well, listen, you, if you put a, the uh, tailpipe of a car in your mouth <laughs> and you puff on it, you will die. But we can make cars. That's okay. Everyone, everyone outside, they don't have a choice. You're breathing exhaust. 
Well, my favorite thing that's okay. is what you guys shared last week on the show, the, the report released by the uh, American Lung and Cancer Society. Yeah, monograph number nine, um, which I know I got uh, a couple emails on, and they asked to um, trying to go through it. It's a gigantic thing, and to find the information I'm talking about is very, very pinpoint. We are going to try to set up this week the, the Cigar Authority website as a blog site and be able to put information on there. Uh, to show and just continue it on as a blog site. Uh, hopefully that'll happen this week. Tom, and if, I, I know you're listening, so yeah. let's make it happen, Tom. And if it does, I'll put the precise information out there to make it easy for you as opposed to try to figure out what page and what section. It, you know, it's one of those things, it's subsection buried. F. Yeah, it's buried yeah. in there, yeah. which is the way they want it because you, it, it's them that, that put it there. So, Well, uh, they know that guys like David are going to be looking for it. He doesn't read well. So he's gonna be he's gonna lose interest the people, after the hundredth page. The people in this industry know that it exists, knows it's there. We talk about it all the time. There's white pages done on this thing to to, to prove that it, it is what it is. The same thing happened in the wine industry that it was figured out that a couple of glasses of red wine is actually good for you. Uh, it's the same people. A little bit of everything. Eat a couple slices of pizza. Have a glass of wine. Have a cigar or two. Spend your life doing what you love. If you don't like your job, like Chuck Morrison says on his podcast, right. if you don't like it, if you don't love it, don't do it. Find something to do that you love, you love, get paid for it, and then live your life looking forward to living your life every single day. Am I wrong, Chuck? That's it, baby. And make mountains move. Ding, ding, ding. I don't have my bell. I'm okay with that. Actually. <laughs> I, hate bell. I hate the bell and I hate the crickets. Okay. Um, hey, lots going on um, with the Cigar Authority. We, we're not able to do that that show um, of the CANH, Cigar Association of New Hampshire, event that we just did uh, to play it because we have so many cigar celebrities coming in. Uh, but you, you have some audio anyway you could share if you wanted to do it. But um, this Friday coming in is, is Rocky Patel. He's going to be at our Nashua store early in the day. At nighttime, he's going to be at the Seabrook store. Um, to do a little barbecue that we, uh, as far as I know, as of this morning, two tickets left to the Rocky Patel barbecue. They're $20 per ticket, and Rocky's going to be uh, barbecuing some food. We'll have some cigars and have some fun with Rocky, 20 bucks. Um, two tickets left for that. Saturday, this Saturday, a week from today, we're going to have Rocky Patel live on the show here in the Salem store. Uh, but after that, we have uh, Nick Perdomo coming up on uh, the following Saturday. That's uh, the week of Father's Day. We're going to do the show with him on uh, Saturday the 16th. And at night, we're going to do a father and son cigar dinner with uh, Nick and Nicholas, his son, Perdomo. Um, music is going to be off the chain for that event. Off the chain. Off the chain. Off the chain. Not off the hook. Well, it's going to be off the, the chain. chain. Off the chain. Okay. Because it, the fish that I would be fishing for with this music is so big, you need a chain. Can't use fishing line. Okay. You know Nick is a drummer. He um, played drums for um, those sisters. What are they? Um, Pointer Sisters? Pointer Sisters. Shut up. He Nick would... Perdomo played drums for the Pointer yeah, Sisters. Absolutely. He toured with them. What? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Unbelievable. In this industry, there's a lot of musicians. That's a common allergy, too. Music and cigars is another major common allergy. I'll be playing Pointer Sisters pretty much all night. Nice. Is Rocky a musician as well? Lawyer and a chef, I think. Okay, chef. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I don't know if he has any. Do you know Rocky Patel is a ping pong champion? 
Really? What? Ping pong champion. Then that, I, got, I got these ridiculous facts. That is but they're, they're all facts. That is an event. Ping pong with Rocky oh, Patel. If you beat him, you ping get ping a box. Table? Nobody will even be able to take a, I'll take return a serve. I'm actually pretty good. Nobody can take a return a serve from him. How's I'm that? pretty good Nobody. at ping pong. I'm pretty good. I can hang. You can't return the serve. I can return the serve. He will beat you 21 to 0. I don't think he will. Or 11 to 0 because that's all you have to do if the guy doesn't need that score. That's true. Um, what do you got? You, you going well, with some sound? Here's yeah. what happened. I, uh, I was able to – Dave and I – it started off David was doing all the interviews with the, the cigar people because he knew everyone's name. And then uh, we got to someone I knew, Eric Hansen. So we go up and I start off the interview and I get shushed. Because the guy's about to tee off. I mean, he's 50 feet away from us. He can't hear anything that we're saying. But I get shushed and whatever. So We don't understand the game of golf. The interview, <laughs> the interview starts off kind of on the wrong foot. Eric's kind of annoyed to begin with with me. Why? Because I interview, cause he plays golf and like really respects it. He's into it. And so I kind of already broke one of the cardinal sins. He's already irritated. And so he kind of starts playing a little bit of hardball with me. And I see an opportunity, and I seize it, and I come right back at him. So it's, a, it's about a minute long. Here we go. So I'm standing here at hole number 11 with Eric Hansen of Hammer and Sickle Everything. And it looks like you have a little bit of everything here. As a, as a former Boy Scout, you know, it's, it's important to come prepared. So do you have your Swiss Army knife in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? So, yeah. <laughs> he, there we go. He, uh, he was silent for a good 30 seconds while... Everyone at the hole laughed, got red in the face, definitely irritated. You can hear the rest of the interview when we actually play the show. Uh, another thing that happened was John Carney of uh, La Florida Dominicana, he's the rep. Jonathan Carney. Yes. During the day, he had something happen with his pants. He caught his, the loop of his pants on something, tore the zipper out of his pants. So he's walking through the bar, and the bartender's like, smoke show. Yeah. Really hot. And he goes up and says, I, I tore the... Um, I tore my pants. Any chance you have a safety pin? And so I get all over him about he's flirting with the bartender and this isn't the way to get her number and if he really had game. And so he's like, he is raring to go. So the interview starts off with... So I'm standing here with uh, John Carney uh, from La Florida Dominicana. His fly's down and uh, he doesn't seem to mind. This lady's walking around. He's just got it kind of swinging out there. What's going on? So he says... So the interview wraps up, and again, the rest of that interview will be on that show. Uh, and so his retort is... I'm going uh, to call this out now. There's going to be a uh, head-to-head Mr. Jonathan versus Mr. Jonathan soon on the Cigar Authority radio. Wow, you're, you're actually trying to say that there's a second Mr. Jonathan? I've never heard such crazy nonsense before. You've heard it here first. Yeah. So I don't know what he has planned, and I'm very interested. I love competition more than anything in the world. So... Jonathan Carney, if you think you are Mr. Jonathan enough, which is impossible, <laughs> because there is only one. It's like the Highlander. There can be only one. He will not beat me, and it doesn't matter what it is. I will beat him at his own game. So you heard it here first. Yeah. I am Mr. Jonathan, and you are not. Yeah. There we go. I can't wait. That was uh, out of nowhere. Boom. Just like brings him on. <laughs> well, I've been I had been riding him. Well, pe- all people day. call him John, and he don't like it. His name is Jonathan. Yeah, you call him John. You don't <laughs> like when people call you John. But I do he, it on he, purpose. And, and that's how you did the. Int- you walked great. up to him. We here with John Carney, and he goes, "Okay, here it is. There's going to be a Mr. <laughs> Jonathan versus Mr. Jonathan." You know. All right. So probably the best find of all 
was uh, this one here. So I'm standing here with Johan from the Davidoff Distribution Company, and uh, we're at the 17th hole. We're almost done. What do you say about the day, Johan? It's awesome. Awesome. Guys are having a great time, and I can't believe you got me on the mic. (laughs) So the rest of that interview, there's actually some bleeped out swears. Yeah, Yeah. because he was was not happy that I bagged him. You should have seen his face. I'm surprised you got him. He was, like, trying to really play it off, like, because there's no camera. So he's trying to play it off like it's okay, not okay. He was beside himself. He does angry. not. He does not do the angry interviews. like an angry troll. Except yeah. he's a giant. <laughs> yeah. He's a giant angry troll. So Johan, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> and, it uh, was a great. It was a great day. It was a good time. And you know, I got the opportunity anyway to say thank you to to the twenty one manufacturers uh, that helped out. We uh, were looking for eighteen holes, eighteen sponsors. We put a. Uh, a quick note email out to 21 manufacturers hoping to get close to 18, and then we, the retailers, would jump in whatever we were short. 21 out of 21 responded, we are in, we will be there. Uh, Nesta Miranda flew in, Joe Cusano flew in, uh, and this is all to help the retailers in New Hampshire out uh, because we organized together and we fight the legislation and keep the taxes down. It's not by mistake that New Hampshire is a non-tax state. It's not by mistake Florida is a non-tax state in Pennsylvania. These folks are working hard out there. I urge all the retailers out there, whatever state you're in, form yourself an organization. It's going to take time. It's going to take money and energy and effort to, to make it happen. But listen, if you sit back and you think it's just going to help by itself, it is not. It is really something important to do. So please do so. Uh, if you need any help on my, on my end, how do you form it? How do you put it together? It would be my pleasure to help you out. So uh, do it because they're coming after you and they're coming after you hard. So. Smoky barbecued pine nuts. Okay, my favorite is the CNC Corojo. I stand by my choice. That is my favorite. Mine is the CNC Connecticut. It's got a sweet maple flavor. It always has. It always will. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I didn't even talk about it because we've smoked the cigar uh, on the show already. That's the flavor that I got. I've been blinded on that cigar and then lied to afterward, and I knew that Mike Cavey, who's thank you, thankfully covering me in Seabrook right now, Mike Cavey lied to me. And I knew he was lying. I knew exactly what it was because that's what it tastes like All every time. time. Yep. Grow. Yep. And you're going to buy it. I'm going to buy a box. That's so. a vote right there. He's voting with his wallet, which yes. says everything. Which says everything. Next week. We are not going to prepare for the show because it seems like the shows go better when we don't prepare. So. I'm not even talking. We're preparing. I, I'm I not can't. talking to you on Monday no, about it. I can't. We're going to talk all you. day about it Monday, so we're going to be so prepared. <laughs> Actually, we're going to be on the clock, and you have no choice. Monday, he's my boss. That's it. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, this Friday, Rocky Patel will be at the Nashua store uh, in the morning from 10 till about 3. Then he's off to Seabrook, where we're going to have a uh, barbecue at Rocky Patel. we got a couple of tickets left for that. Saturday, we're going to have Rocky Patel all day here in Salem. And we'll have Rocky Patel on the Cigar Authority, see what's up with him. Um, what else we got coming up? Bring Dad to the Cigar Dinner. Tickets left for that. That's uh, Nick and Nicholas Perdomo. On Father's Day weekend, on that Saturday, we're going to have him. Lots and lots going on. Lots going on with Rocky Patel. He's going to share lots of inside information. He, we got scoops next week. Love we it. got scoops from Rocky Patel, so listen in if you want to hear it. You're going to hear it first. We're looking for scoops. Okay? Scoops. Scoopies. Uh, anything going on with you, Chuck Morrison? You had a big day yesterday. Yeah. yeah. With, with? I'm beat. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Cigar who, smoker. Big cigar smoker. He smoked... During the concert. He, of course, did. Of course. And where does he get his cigars? 
from Two Guys Smoke Shop. You know it. So, True story. Uh, so uh, that's it. We'll see you next week. We're going to be live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, next Saturday with Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Cigars. So thanks, everybody, for joining in this week, and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me. But you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away in your old lady, too. Desperado Cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado Cigars. Lowest-priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. Try to save some money around here. You hear? Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie.